Blog Talk Radio. After the death of Solomon, God divided the kingdom of Israel into two houses. There were ten tribes in the northern kingdom known as the Lost Tribes of Israel. They were cast out into the world because of their great sin against God. However, God promised in the last days He would gather these lost tribes back to Israel before the return of our Lord. Unknowingly, some of the churches made up of these lost tribes known as the house of Ephraim. God is now calling them to prepare to come back home to the land He gave our fathers. The call to prepare has been sounded. and Shalom. This is your host, Mark Reimbold, back again. And uh, this is the House of Ephraim show. Do have with us from Mount Carmel, Illinois, Prophet Tom Deckard. But first, a word from our announcers. And now, from Cradle of Hope are some important announcements for you. This month, from Cradle of Hope is a must-have gift offer, the transition of the church. God has transitioned the church since the days of the book of Acts. Don't miss out on this last and greatest move of God. Jesus Christ is returning for a church full of power and glory. This transition will bring the church forward. Send a gift of $25 or more. Call today and get free shipping if you ask for the Transition of Church gift offer. Call 618-262-2810 or go online at jewishprofit.com. Send a gift of $25 or more and ask for the Transition of the Church gift offer. Hey, welcome back in the show. It's Mark Reinbolt. Got a couple announcements to make before we get going here with our great, great show we have in, in store for you. I just want to remind everyone that we do have a website, www.jewishprofit.com. That's www.jewishprofit.com. And for all you uh, new people out there, maybe the first time that you've been on, please check that website out. You're going to find out who we are, and you're going to get a hold of a lot of material that you've never seen before. And you want to check that material out because you're going to start to learn the Word of God. And I'm telling you what, what a great opportunity that is. We also have a quarterly coming up here, and you can get more information about that by clicking on the itinerary button on the front page there in the upper left-hand corner and find out what the quarterly and where it's going to be. It's going to be over in Fairfield, Illinois, out what we call lovingly the Corn Patch. And you can be a part of that and begin to learn the material straight from the throne room of God And I'm telling you what, that is a great opportunity, folks. So grab a hold of this and begin to prepare and to plan and get yourself down here and find out for yourself what's going on, and you can become part of this last day move of God, the House of Ephraim. And again, you can get all that information out at the website, www.jewishprophet.com. We also have fellowships available online. So, you know, if you're out there and you don't have a local fellowship or, or you want to begin to learn about the material and begin to plug in with the material. Not only do we have this blog every day, but we also have fellowships available online. That's via Ustream.tv, and we have one on Friday night. I teach one myself Friday night. You can become part of that. There's also a Wednesday midweek service, and we teach only the prophet's material so that you're assured of learning the right material at the right time. What an opportunity, again, that all is. So, again, if you don't already have a fellowship in your area or you just are interested in learning more about what's going on, please consider joining up with that. 
and you can get more information just by emailing us at cradle at jewishprophet.com. That's cradle at jewishprophet.com. And just say, hey, I'd like to sign up for that Shabbat service that Mark was talking about, and certainly love to get you hooked up. If you want to do it just by the telephone, we can do that also. And you can give the office a call, 618-262-2810, and find out more about that also. Like I said earlier, we do have with us from Mount Carmel, Illinois, Prophet Tom Duggard. Now let me say that again. We. How many is here for the first time? Raise your hand. Just never been here before. Praise God. Okay, okay. Well, welcome. I hope that you find what we have always found. We found the family. Amen? Now, I don't know what it's going to be like living next door to you. I think you have a pretty decent idea what's going to be like living next door to the prophet, though, right? Well, <laughs> you know, we'll laugh together, we'll cry together, but we will be together. Amen? And that's what it's going to be all about. There are certain aspects that I bring to you this thing about the spirit of Jezebel. And yes, I have been hard on the ladies because it's a spirit. A spirit that, as I said, has been passed down from generation to generation in most cases that has hindered them altogether spiritually. This spirit will not let you advance yourself into God's kingdom. Why? Because it's sin. It will not let you reach the heights and the depths that you want to achieve with God. And do you want to know something? The church knows it not. The church doesn't understand nor realize in any shape or form that the key to spiritual growth is to keep tearing down the barriers that are keeping you from God. God does not use filthy vessels. Amen? You have learned that from this prophet. You have learned that the only way that you can advance into the kingdom is to get rid of self, get rid of the sin. No matter how hard it has been, we, we went through uh, uh, talking about taking a notebook, pen, writing down the things that bless God that you knew that you needed to get out of your life and begin to work one at a time on them. Amen? I hope you're still doing that. Get the sin out of your life. Now, the problem, my gracious brothers and sisters, with this prophet is, I'm going to feed you enough of God's Word that you're either going to get it right or you're going to hang yourself. I'm going to give you that much rope. All right? So you have to understand to know what to do good and to do it not is... We all know that, don't we? The problem is, if you don't know what you're doing is sin, does it make it all right? No. No. It's still, it, you, in other words, oh, well, I didn't know, so well, you know, I, I get to walk on water and raise the dead in the name of Yeshua. No, you don't. No, you don't. And that's what's wrong with the church today. That's the reason the church is sick, broke, depressed, and a mess. 
is because somebody forgot to teach them, be holy as I'm holy, and keep pounding at them. You know, the thing about a prophet is, no matter where we go on a message, it always ends up in the same place. Get the sin out of your life. Somebody probably ought to say amen. Because you hear that all the time from this prophet, don't you? Because I understand that holiness is where you want to go. But you're going to have to be led to get... Well, well I'm sorry, Prophet Deckard. Uh, you know, I'm being led by the Holy Ghost. Oh, no, you're not. You're being led by a stinking familiar spirit that's taking you right down a primrose lane, and you don't even know it. You have to get the sin out of your life. Now, we're going to return to the Garden of Eden in Israel, or likened to that, thus saith the Scriptures, not this prophet. Shake your heads this way if you know that to be the truth. Now, there is no sin, or there was no sin in the Garden, okay? Now, we're going to have to understand something, folks. In order for this thing to stay pure, I'm now beginning to understand that I, this prophet's never understood we have to get you to a place of holiness so you don't monkey up the garden when we get there. What monkeyed it up? Sin. Are we on the same page here? This piece of ministry this weekend is as important and maybe more so than anything that we've done over the past six years. You have to make some choices here, all right? It's not, it's not easy. You know, you know why these things aren't easy? Okay? Because familiar spirits become your friend, as I've taught you. And if you are into control, and that's what this spirit of Jezebel, one phase of it is control. If you are into a place where... We're doing it my way or the highway. You're out of control. But as I told you, hang on, because this, before we get done tomorrow morning, girls, you're going to be smiling. But before you start smiling, I'm going to have to hang it in your ears, they say, okay? You're going to have to understand that it is not me, Tarzan, and you, Jane, but it is the head of the family is the man. Now, if you don't have a husband, what did I tell you last quarterly? Who's your head? The prophet is. I'm your head. All right? I, In other words, I stand in that place to watch over you anyway, as I do everybody. But, I, again, I'm the head. So you, you, you're still not, if you will, headless or making yourself the head as the lady. God designed the home to be a man and a woman and children. Okay? Everybody has a part to play. That's the reason that single parenting homes don't work. Children need dads. Children need mothers. The mother cannot be the dad, and the dad can't be the mother. Now, if you think I'm wrong, look in the mirror. Okay? You think that's a bad statement, just look in the mirror the next time you get out of the shower. Because why? He made us 
No, it needs to be stronger. He created us to be able to walk within the creation that He created. That's deep. Get a hold of it. Okay? He created us to walk there. A father, bless God, somewhat like the prophet. I was told years ago by a wise gentleman that children do not really learn to respect, especially the boys of the family, their father till they're about 30 years old, earthly father. And that's right. Why? Because the father has to be the disciplinarian. He has to be. That's part of his job, okay? And we're going to get to more of the job, but I, I'm trying to, trying to get you to understand that this spirit that started all the way back with Moses coming down off the mount called Baal is still alive and well in this room today. Same spirit is live and well in this room today. It has to be eliminated because God set what? He set an order. He set an order. And within that order, a family will work perfectly. If you haven't read and gotten and, and read the order and the authority that I do of the church, you need, you need to, it's time to really study that. It's time to drag it out. Maybe the, maybe the, the fellowship leaders need to, uh, uh, you know, have uh, story time. We have story time with the grandchildren at the house now. And it's a good time. Actually, that story time is when, when, uh, when granddad's doing the blog radio station to try to keep them quiet, if you want to know the truth. Let's go back over into, into 1 Kings 18. And we were in the 24th verse, and, and, and to reiterate just a second, I mean, we, we, you know, here we got the prophet, Elijah, Eliyahu. And he's watching all this go on. He went to he, he goes to Ahab, okay, uh, the king of Israel. And 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 uh, and anyway, he uh, tells him that he's done worse than any king that there's ever been, any person, any leader of, of Israel. So they gather the the 450 prophets of the of, of Baal that spirit, and they are now being challenged by Elijah. And he, he just flat says, look, if God be God, serve God. If he's not, let's serve Baal. Let's just shut this thing off right where it's at. The church should be saying that even today. If God be God, let's serve God. But the church can't prove him God today to enough an extent to say we'll serve God, because they have let Baal, they have let Jezebel into the church. So Elijah tells them, "Say, all right, boys, let's uh, let's have a let's have a you know let's let's have a a cook off here. We're going to have to have a fire, of which uh, you uh, call fire from heaven uh, down, and and uh, bless God, uh, cook that." Uh, Bullock on that uh, altar right there, 
Let's see what your God can do. Then we're going to, I'm going to show you what my God does. And sure enough, sure enough, the people said, well, well said, Elijah. Bring it on, Elijah. Did they know whether that was going to happen or not? I really don't think so. Why? Because they had halted between two opinions. The opinion of the prophet and the opinion of Baal. Okay? Because if they had believed him, there wouldn't have been an opinion to start out with, would there? No. So let's go into the 25th verse. And Elijah said unto the prophets of Baal, Choose you one bullock for yourselves, dress it first, for ye are many, and call on the name of your God, but put no fire under. And they took the bullock which was given them, and they dressed it and called on the name of who? Baal. From morning even until noon. Now that's a pretty good shot, isn't it? Let's say let, let, let's say morning. Could that be five in the morning, six? Well, doesn't say. O Baal, hear us! But there was no voice, nor any that answered. There never is. And they leaped upon the altar which was made. And it came to pass at noon that Elijah mocked them, and said, Cry aloud, for he is a god, either he is talking, or he is pursuing, or he is in a journey, or preadventure he sleepeth and must be awakened. And they cried aloud and cut themselves after their manner with knives and lances, till the blood gushed out upon on them. That's about right in it. And it came to pass when midday was past now midday, maybe the three o'clock hour or so, and they prophesied into the time of the offering of the evening sacrifice that there was neither voice nor any to answer nor any that regardeth. Now, what does the, what does the spirit of Baal do? Prophesies. Okay? Now, again, I'll, I'm, I'm going to use that. I'm, I'm, I'm building on something here, so hang on to that. They were prophesying. They are what? They are Followers of Baal, prophets of Baal, prophets do what? They prophesy, among other things. All right? Now, Moloch is a god of human and child sacrifice. Now, I'm going to educate you here about some uh, within the spirit world itself. But Moloch was famous for that being the spirit to sacrifice human and children, basically children, okay? Now, turn with me in Jeremiah 32, 35. I, I want to I wanna take a, a piece of Scripture there about Moloch. 32, 35. Is everybody awake this morning? You might be doing better than the prophet then, all right? No, no. I'm with you. 32:35 of Jeremiah. And they built the high places of Baal, which are in the valley of the son of Hinnom, to cause their sons and their daughters to pass through the fire unto Molech, which I commanded them not, neither came it unto my mind, that they, that they should do this abomination 
to cause Judah to sin. Sacrifice was the way of life to Israel. Sacrifice to God. These sacrifices of human children was done unto Moloch, all right? That part of the Baal system, which they had set up and which they were serving. Now, he said that, he said that they should do this abomination to cause Judah to sin. Now, this is interesting. The spirit of Jezebel, the spirit of Baal, one the same. This spirit is set up to cause the children, now this is today's jargon, to cause the children of God to be an abomination and to sin. I have taught you that anything that is an abomination cannot, will not, any way, shape, or form ever be able to receive blessings. Ever. So if you become an abomination to God and you're dying of cancer, you need a job, you need this, you need that, God's not going to do anything. He's not going to supply any of those things. Now, that's the reason you've heard me say from time to time, most of the church with their prayers, if anything was ever answered, I know you've heard this, but listen up, just got lucky. Nothing to do with their communication with God. Why? Because when you sin, I have taught you, you have become what? An enemy to God. You become His enemy. The Scriptures are clear. I've given them to you. So sin causes a separation. Do you again remember when the Lord Yeshua was upon the tree and took on the sins of the world? The Scripture says, and the Father turned His back on His Son, the Holy Messiah Himself. No sin in the kingdom. There is none. There will be none. There can't be any. There never has been any sin in the kingdom. And yet we as a people, especially in our modern day society that we live in, we pick, we choose. What a wonderful that God gave us choice. I said a little bit about it last night. I'll probably say a little bit about it today. Or the next quarterly or the quarterly after. Boy, watch a bunch of baloney that was. Gave us choice. So we're out here in lots and lots of cases today. The church is being looked at as being a bunch of hypocritical. Oh, I could use a word here that would cause Donna to have to edit big time. Okay, I think you know what I mean. So the people are saying, because there is no power of God in the church, what is in the church? Spirit of Baal. Seducing. So the people begin to look around. What did I tell you? There's no difference between today the church and the world. There isn't. 
There's sickness in the church, sickness in the world. There's depression, there's mess, there's there's drinking, drugs, and everything. And I'm talking about alcoholism. All kind of sex in the church. Same thing in the world. There is no difference besides Jesus Christ, Yeshua, which is the difference. But again, as I've always told you, that is your ticket to heaven. That's what he came to do. The rest is written within the volume of the book, as I've taught, taught you. So people look, and, 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 and so because the church has not come to the place of holiness, the people begin to look elsewhere. They begin to make choices. Some of them reach over into witchcraft, into darkness. Some look over into education as being the answer to everything. Some look over unto other gods, wrong friends, wrong situations, because the church can't show them the way to the cross properly. The church can't do that. Hasn't for years and years and years and years. Because the spirit of control has come. Listen now. Remember how I've told you that we fell a long time ago as a church? Because we divided ourselves? Well, now, uh, <clears throat> brother, let me just tell you now. Come on over to the first church of righteous. righteousness. Thank you. We have it all over there. I mean, we, we do. We have a, you know, a, an orchestra. We have women that dance. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. What was there about the, the Baal thing? They were what? Dancing. You think there's something wrong with that? No, 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 no. I didn't say I thought there was something wrong with dancing. I definitely think there's something wrong with people that get naked and dance, okay? I think that's called crazier than a loon type of a thing, but we won't go there. But nevertheless, you need to come over, Darton. We're the only light in the area. You might as well just accept it and come over here. We have got a $14 million structure. We've got 5,000 people that come. We bring in movie stars that sing. That always, that always helps you get to heaven, doesn't it? What is that? Are you watching, listening? It's a spirit of control. It is the Baal system. I said, and you've heard me say, there should never have been any denominations. There should have been a church, not churches. Not people trying to coerce us one way or the other. Didn't work that way, though, did it? Nope. I hope you're learning something. Now, Jeremiah 19.5, if you'll jump there. And it says there, 19.5 of Jeremiah, They have built also the high places of Baal to burn their sons with fire, Molech, for burnt offerings unto Baal, there it's to Baal, which I commanded not, nor spake it, 
neither came it into my mind. Now, as I said, we, we, we serve Baal in this nation big time and around the world, but we never call it Baal worship. Why? Because that, you know, that start giving it away, right? Now, here are some of the titles of Baal, for those of you that are, that are students of God's Word. He is the exalted Lord of the earth. Baal is the exalted Lord of the earth. He is called the Lord of the city. He is called the Lord of the heavens or horoscope or the signs in the heavens. He is, the, he is the Lord of the heavens, or horoscope, or the signs in the heavens. He is the rider of the clouds, rider like you'd ride a horse. Now, interesting enough, Baal is also spoken as being the son of of another god named Dagon, okay? The son of another god named Dagon. See how far back this thing keeps going? Now, he is the god of fertility. He is also known as and associated with the goddess, the daughter of light, called Little Den, Little Earth. How much the earth worship and this Mother Earth thing that we have heard, right? All paganism, all Baal. Now, we, you know, and that's all that let's hug a tree thing. That's what that's all about. Dagon's wife, her name is Astaroth, who is also known as the wife of Baal. Whoa, wait, whoa, whoa, wait a minute. Wife, 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 wife. Hmm. Must have been a concubine, huh? Now, Astaroth is the warrior goddess. Okay? She is the warrior goddess. Now, Dagon is also called the god of the heavens. Now, notice how this keeps just intertwining. The god of the horoscope, there it is again. Now, today, in the spirit world of darkness, Astroth and Jezebel are one all with Baal's attributes added, all right? Now, she is, she is the goddess of sex and war. Now, Asherah's influences are, now listen, the piercings of the body, tattoos, the Red Cross will not take blood from the people that pierce their bodies because of what? Hepatitis, tetanus, TB, and HIV. 
So there's something that happens to the blood that even our medical community understands and they know, okay? Now, this spirit, when contended with, goes beyond the normal, and you always want to understand that. When, when, when this spirit of Astroth, Jezebel, Baal, this spirit can go beyond. This spirit can go to the next level, if you will. This spirit, bless God, can take you from being a drinker to a drunk. This spirit can take you from having whatever you call a, I think we used to call those back in the, that day, marijuana, having a J. You young people, maybe that don't make any sense. I don't know much about it because I wasn't into that even then. But listen to what we call today meth. It goes beyond. It keeps pushing you. It wants to get you to the edge, and then it wants to shove you over so you will burn in hell because it, that spirit, knows that you have become an abomination to God. And if they can get you to that point, shove you off of that cliff, you will come with them to burn eternally in hell. Steal, kill, and destroy. They want to steal from you the blessings of God. They definitely want to murder you in the time that you're in to be an abomination to God. They want to destroy your life of normalcy. What is a normal life? Torah! Yeshua. Folks, that's all there is here. You have been given by the Lord our God 70 short years to prove yourself worthy to live into His kingdom. Did you ever think of it like that? You're, you have four, 70 short years To prove yourself worthy to live for eternity, forever and ever, and ever 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 and ever. And if I just put it on a CD and it could play all day, every day, that still wouldn't be how long forever is. We are in perilous. Paul said you, we are in perilous times, even in his time. We're in dangerous times, is what it means. We're in times where, again, people no longer know what normal is. We can't go back and study the Scriptures and understand the consequences of being a normal. But it's all there. It's all in the book. But it takes revelation knowledge. It takes a prophet of God to be able to show you, to be able to hopefully grab onto your heart and say, Please listen! Please! Listen as I beg you. 
take my hand and come. Let me teach you. The only thing that God honors is holiness, brothers and sisters. That's the only thing that he honors. Well, you know, you know I know that I'm a, a rascal. You know I've been out here into the world and all this is going on, but God still, you know, God still, no, God doesn't anything. God's not within 20 mile of you. He doesn't deal with sin. That's blessing. And oh, He deals with it, but no, not with blessings. So, if, if, if you can grasp on here, this, because this is where this bicycle's headed, okay? Let, let, let's, uh, let's go on here for just a, a, few, uh, a little bit here. Now, uh, it wants nothing less than to destroy your life, is what that spirit wants. Baal is a prophetic spirit of divination. Ashtoreth uh, is a goddess of uh, fortune-telling. Who's married to Baal? Okay, so we we have we have somebody that, that bless God that's into divination. We have somebody spirits that bless God are into fortune telling. The result of the union is controlling, manipulation, deception, deception. I'm sorry, lying, prophetic divination. I'll go back to that. This reunion, this reunion, this union, a little early this morning, is controlling, manipulation, deception, and a lying prophetic divination. All right? When it comes to religion, this spirit will speak and act prophetic. Really? See, and again, folks, that, that, that's the reason I've, I've tried. But I, without teaching this message, I can never get you any further than just telling you that most all of what's going on of saying, Thus saith the Lord God, is a familiar spirit. Okay? Now, let's turn to something very familiar, I'm sure, to use Acts 16, 16. All right? And, uh, of course, this is where Paul... And the others that was around him had been deceived. All right? They have been deceived, and we're going to see this spirit speak prophetic, a prophetic message. Acts 16, 16, And it came to pass, as we went to prayer, a certain damsel possessed with a spirit of divination. Now, what is that? The spirit of Baal, Dagon, Ashtoreth. Jezebel, okay, with a spirit of divination met us, which brought her masters much gain by Susan. Now, let, 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 me, let me talk about Susan again. When a church says, thus saith the mouth of God, and it's not the Spirit of God operating, that's Susan. They get much gain through you giving them their money. Somebody say, oh my. They have no idea. They have fallen into it from generation to generation. There's been no prophet to stand and say, woe be unto you. You hypocrites. You Pharisees. You scribes. 
And so they wandered, just as the people today are wandering around aimlessly. No way to be guided except the spirit of Baal to manipulate them. Whoa. Control them. And prophetically deal with them. Now, of course, when, when this is all taken place, it says 17, the same followed Paul and us and cried, saying, These men are the servants of the Most High God, which show unto us the way of salvation. Is that the truth? Amen. Can the spirit of Baal prophesy truth? Absolutely. Okay? But it makes it no less a spirit of divination, prophetic divination. All right? And, of course, this, uh, this she did many days, so it didn't just happen in one service, many days. But Paul, being grieved, turned and said to the Spirit, I command thee in the name of Jesus Christ to come out of her. And he came out the same hour. So we see that, that bless God, he did get, get, get to it, all right? But the fact of it is, it happened. It's happening today. It will be happening tomorrow morning all across North America. There's going to be people prophesying, and it's going to be in the name of Baal, but they're going to be trying to do what? Use the name of Yeshua, Jesus. Let's go to the book of Revelation, the third chapter, 14 through 22. 14 through 22. Now, the spirit world and the operation thereof, is real. And, and, you know, in order to get here, because again, folks, I should have, you know, uh, passed out those Holy Ghost waiter boots that you put on when the waters get a little deep uh, this weekend. Uh, but we had to bring you uh, into the understanding of the spirit world and to bring you to, the, to this kind of a depth. I, uh, you know, for those of you that are new, for those of you that have not been in this for a year or so or two, you really, really need to be sure you go back and go through. Uh, the, the material, and and then get into big time studying this stuff after after you go back and and refresh. It wouldn't hurt for this to be fresh, refresh altogether. Okay, even and maybe we'll do that within the uh, fellowships. But uh, we're we're going to get there. We found three fourteen Revelation, and of the angel, the church of the Laodiceans, right? These things. Saith the Amen, the faithful and the true witness, the beginning of the creation of God. I know thy works, that thou art neither hot nor cold. I should have said cold and hot, hadn't I? I would thou were cold or hot. He says, you're neither hot or cold. I wish you were one or the other. So then, because thou art lukewarm and neither uh, neither cold nor hot, I will spew thee out, 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 out of my mouth. Because thou sayest thou art rich, and increased with goods, and have need of nothing, and knowest not that thou art wretched, and miserable, and poor, and blind, and naked. Now, notice here that what he's saying is, and again, what is a lukewarm? Now, if you're cold, you don't, you're, you're, you're a non-believer, okay? If you're hot, you are a believer that is intently being a student of the Scriptures. So he says, you know, you're lukewarm. Now, where does lukewarm bring you? To the Jezebel spirit, to the spirit of Baal. 
where you can be coerced to go this way, or you could be going that way. It depends on where that prophetic spirit of divination takes you. We believe that we are all strong enough to make our own decisions, don't we? Sure we do. I believe, I think, do you know where, that's, uh, you know where that list with God? Somewhere just above hell itself. Okay? It's just somewhere just, just a little above hell itself. We're not to live off of what I think, of what I believe, of what I feel, but every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. Not Baal, out of the mouth of God. Not out of, oh, this is the way I think I'm going to be because that's the way my friend... No, out of the mouth of God. You have to give up. You have to give in, brothers and sisters, if you're going to come in. You're going to have to do that. You're going to have to understand that we, the house of Ephraim, this prophet, cannot take you back to Israel the way you are. You're going to have to do that. And for some of you, it's going to be like pulling eye teeth. Well, nobody's going to, God loves me. God loves me and God will take care of me. Stay here and burn with the rest of them. Okay? This nation, as I've told you prophetically, is going all the way down. The only thing at this time is saving this nation is this prophet and you. When God takes the prophet's feet off of the United States of America, you better look up. It's going to rain fire and brimstone. What's the alternatives here? Give up and give in. Understand that there is no tolerance of anything less than holiness. Understand that you must make a quality decision and you must bow to the Lord our God that you are going to come out of this Baal spirit, this Jezebel spirit, no matter what it takes. And I'm telling you, that's the only way you're going to get out. We are going to make it easier on you. Somebody say, praise God. Because tonight we're going to hold a deliverance service. Okay? Oh, these are always fun. But you're going to have to maintain the deliverance. Okay? I do what I do, then you're going to have to do what hopefully you've been taught to do. All right? And we'll go through a bit of that. Well, so... He's got a problem here for the Laodiceans, and uh, they're not cold, they're not, they're, they're not hot, they're just like we are today. This is the spirit of the church today, right here, that I'm reading about. Now he says, 17, because thou sayest I am rich, and increased with goods, we read it, and have need of nothing, and knowest not that thou art wretched, and miserable, and poor, and blind, and naked. Church, you, you, you know, we have churches here that are worth millions of dollars. Ten, fifteen, twenty thousand people attend them. 
And he says, you think that you have need of nothing. You think you've arrived, and I'm here to tell you that you are wretched, you are miserable, you're poor, you're blind, and you're naked. Yet they can't see that. Why? Because of the Jezebel spirit, the spirit of Baal. Because they chose. But they chose badly, didn't they? Okay? To know what to, know, to, know what to do the truth and do it not is sin, right? 18. I counsel thee to buy of me gold tried in the fire, that thou mayest be rich, white raiment, that thou mayest be clothed, and thou that the shame of thy nakedness do not appear, and anoint thine eyes with eyes have, that thou mayest see. That eyes have is anointing, that you may see the truth of God's word. Okay? As many as I love, I rebuke and chasten. Be zealous, therefore, and repent. Okay? Correction is important. The tearing down, all right, that a prophet has to do before we get the building up is important. We have to get your attention. We have to get a hold of the, the heartstrings of your heart and pull on them. To get you to understand that, th that this isn't just another fun time where the Holy Ghost runs up and down your backbone. This is a time of the visitation of God in your life. You have a decision to make. This decision that you're going to make this weekend is ultimately going to take you to the islands and then eventually to Israel, or it's going to get you out of this. My prayer is that God purpose your hearts one way or the other. Now listen that we no longer be lukewarm. That you're either hot for this thing, or it turns so cold that you're going, that guy's the devil, I'm leaving. <laughs> that guy, me to me, is Satan, I'm out of here. That's what's going to happen. So some of you could be going bye-bye. None of you have to. You have to make that decision. You have to have the want-tos. You have to have, bless God, the commitment. And where is your commitment at to God? Where's it really at? Just to get whatever you can get from God. Ooh, look at me. Or are you committed to go all the way, no matter what it takes? I can remember being uh, young, real young and real stupid when I first got saved and filled the Holy Ghost. I remember standing in an altar in a Pentecostal church, and they had a song, and it pertained to whatever it takes, Lord. Whatever it takes, Lord, I will do. Okay? I remember that. Boy, was I lying to myself and to God. When I found out what it was going to take, whoo! That? But nobody at that time was capable of teaching me this. To get me to understand that we are either going to have to be hot or we're going to have to be cold. The lukewarm thing has never worked. It never will work. Not today, not then, or forever. But he says, now look, 
He says, there's a way to get out of here. Let the fire. What's the fire going to do? The fire is going to bring you to the task of God's Word. It's going to drive you. And it will purify you. Say the Word, the word will, will purify, me. purify me. It will purify you. Okay? The eye salve, the anointing, is going to let you see, which comes again through the Word. As many as I love, he says, I rebuke and chasten, but be zealous, therefore, and repent. So repentance is what? Folks, don't ever forget, there's always time to repent. Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If any man hear my voice and open the door, I will come into him and will sup with him and he with me. To him that overcometh. Again, that word is conquer. To him that conquer, that overcometh, will I grant to sit with me in my throne, even as I also overcame and have sat down with my Father in his throne. He that hath an ear, let him hear what the Spirit saith unto the church or churches. He that overcometh will I grant to sit with me in my th- That overcomes what? The Spirit of Baal. The Spirit of Baal. So the only way that we're going to be able and be granted to sit with him in his throne is to overcome this thing. We have to overcome it. Now, this is what the church, these scriptures that I've just read, is what the church, the condition of the church will be before the return of Mashiach, Yeshua. I've been preaching that that way by revelation knowledge from God literally for years and years and years. All right? Are we there? 199% we're there. We are. We are at this point now. Okay? Let's go to Matthew 3, 8. Matthew 3, 8. Man, I've got to do some pedaling here, folks. Some of you, maybe we can, can we hook this up where they can listen to it in the car on the way home? I mean, is, is there a chance? You get my bicycle and ride, all right? Okay. Matthew 3, 8 through 10. Bring forth, therefore, fruits meant for repentance. All right? And think not to say within yourselves, we have Abraham to our father. For I say unto you that God is able of these stones to raise up children unto Abraham. And now also the axe is laid to the root of the trees. Therefore, every tree which bringeth forth uh, good fruit, or not good fruit, I'm sorry, is hewn down and cast into the fire. Now, John called for what? For a gospel that called for the fruits of repentance. That's what he was, that, that, that's what he was preaching. That was, that was what the message was. It was the fruits of repentance. Again, we have to do what? We have to understand. Anything outside the fruit of the Spirit is sin. Okay? And which, if you've not studied that, you need to go back and get after that. Luke fourteen twenty seven and 14, 33, those, these two. 
14.27 of Luke, and, and whosoever doth not bear his cross and come after me cannot be my disciples. If you're going to bear the cross, what are you bearing? You are bearing the truth of God's holy word. Okay? And if you're not going to bear that cross, he says, you, cannot, you can't be my disciples. In 33 it says, So likewise, whosoever he be of you that forsaketh not all that he hath, he cannot be my disciple. Well, you know, well, now I've got to give up my bro a brother, a sister, a husband, a wife, my kids. Now, he says if you're not willing, and it doesn't mean you have to just go out and say, okay, I'm getting rid of everybody so I look good to God. No, that's not what that's saying. That's saying if they don't come in, if they're not willing to come in. If you're not willing, see, the, the problem of it is if you're not willing to get that out of your life, you're going to be willing to go into that. That's, what you're going to be, that's what's going to happen to you. And if you're not willing to forsake all and follow Him, then you're not worthy. Listen closely. If you're not willing to get this Baal spirit out of your life, you're not going to follow Him. There's no way to follow Him, folks. You, there, there's, it's absolutely impossible. Because you see, God has this plan. Within this plan, it all ends up into a sinless kingdom. Okay? As I said, there is no want, there is no sin in heaven. Now, they carried the cross, and, and, and I want to tell you something. The greatest danger for God's, in this moment, is us ending up being like that Laodicean church. The spiritual climate of pride, control, and merchandising. And that's exactly what it is. And that's really what the church is today. The church spends so much time today getting in your pocketbooks. If they spent the time ministering the Word of God, have you ever been in a service where they took an hour to take up an offering? Wrong spirit, folks. That's the spirit of Baal. What could they have taught you? What kind of life could they have brought to you in that hour? Takes us all of what? About ten minutes? And I suppose that's if somebody needs to get those cards to put the credit card number on. We're not into your money. We're going to talk about that yet this weekend. We're not into your money. Hey, thank you so much, Prophet Deckard. Again, you can get a hold of us at the website www.jewishprophet.com and you can find out, again, all this material that you're hearing taught every day, every week. Folks, you want to get out there and start taking a look at that and start ordering that material because you need to get a hold of that and start to apply that into your life so that it will change your life. You know what? You can also email your prayer request to cradle at jewishprophet.com. We'll be praying for your prayer request. Shalom until tomorrow. And remember, with God, all things are possible. Shema 
אזי מלך, אזי מלך, שמו נקרא.